0: You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network.
1: All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. You can take us on the go with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, of course, our mother station. Um, You can also find all of our content (laughs) on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you can get access to Rob's writings, even though it's not really alliteration, but it sounds like it is, so it counts.
0: No, (laughs)
2: alliteration is the repetition of an initial consonant sound. So, yes, it doesn't have to be the same consonant. It just has to be the same sound. Look at me. I'm smart. You are correct, sir.
1: (laughs) And with that being said...
2: Rob's here. Rob. Hi. Here.
1: <laughs> yes, how are you, Rob? I'm
2: I'm uh, very well educated. Thank you.
1: <laughs> awesome. And with us as always is Paul. Paul, how are you? I'm still working on coloring with crayons. <laughs> awesome. Well, today we are going in depth with our Shang chi shang shang Shang, chi and the legends of the ten rings shang chi that's That's all right guys i'm not trying to do something right here oh (laughs) oh sorry you're in charge (laughs) exactly we are going to be going over our review for the movie that came out about a week ago or so Mm -hmm. from right now um Before we get into it, though, we do have a
2: bit of news that we would like to share with you all. All right. Not much news this week. Um, The big things are that they decided the – based on – well, I guess I should back up. Shang-Chi was released to theaters only. Um, It did not go on to Disney+, and as a result, pulled in a total of – yeah, I, I have money. I have like a lot I of think money. 95-ish? Yeah, like I think, I think it was like 93 yeah. over a four-day weekend, I think it was, yeah. Highest
0: um, uh, Marvel, I think highest grossing movie of the year so far in its opening weekends. Yeah.
2: Yes, oh, easily um, beating out, uh, well, I, I mean. I think it, Fast 9 was the only Fast thing that, 9, yeah. that competed with it. Um, and Black Widow was close at like 60 theater-wise. Um, Not not according to Scarlett Johansson. It pulled in a lot of money, my point being. And the point was that theaters, um, sorry, studios kind of took notice of that and said, wow, it looks like the theater-only distribution model seems to be working, so we're going to start distributing everything. Uh, So as a result, The Eternals now is slated to be theater-only based on the um, success of Shang-Chi. And a lot of other studios are stepping up with that,
0: too.
1: Disney said that they're only going to do theatrical yes. releases Diz- now. Disney
2: is only doing theatrical now because it, it's it's H- clear this works.
0: HBO Max is the only one that's still sticking with the same day release schedule. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that, that's them playing the long game just to get people invested in, in HBO Max. Yeah. Um, we got Bonds coming out to theaters in November. They're, they're strictly just theaters. They were very yeah. adamant about it. Mm. Um, Cinematic Adventures is going to do a Bond month for uh, November. So uh, if you guys haven't heard it, uh, give it a check out. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so shameless, shameless plug. They are. It is very clear that theater only distribution is going to work so, you know and the three of us all saw it and I know this is news but we can talk about this a little bit the three of us all saw it in the theater mm-hmm. um yeah. how how safe did you feel it was
0: I never feel safe anywhere <laughs> <laughs> uh we you know we went to uh in Danbury where in Connecticut so for those of you guys who don't know each state is kind of different with their right. regulations Connecticut just re uh re-upped they were very quick at first to get rid of the mask mandates now they've they've put them back into effect uh, we went, and the, the theater was relatively crowded. Uh, people were, were good with wearing their masks while they were there. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. And, you know, you take it off to eat, you put it back on, not a big deal. But uh, as far as safety-wise, I, I felt totally safe. Did you have stuff. to sit yeah.
2: directly next to somebody that you didn't know?
0: Well, we just – so they do assigned seating. and They do? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Danbury always does assigned. Oh, they've, yeah. they've been doing it now for a few years. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, most AMCs nowadays do it. So we did not have to sit next to anyone because we got to pick our seats beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then – it wasn't super crowded, so we were able to move over one just so I wasn't sitting directly next okay. to the people next to us. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh we
2: we You went to Fishkill or we
0: went to the
1: Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie, Regal and it was a matinee, so there was like barely anybody there mm. anyway. Um so and and same thing. I think with Regal too, you have you pick your seats ahead of time okay. anyway. Uh, but but the theater wasn't crowded, I mean but in New York you you could be maskless. Yeah. I, you, you know it's all right i Where went to the choice. uh
2: i went to the carmel theater yeah um and i went on opening weekend and it was a, a matinee it was like three o'clock but there was still i'd say there was 50 people in the theater with us yeah. and those theaters are not big they're to very begin small with yeah. um i we wore our masks um i felt safe no one else was wearing their masks they took them all off and yeah. some of and a lot of them were kids like who clearly aren't vaccinated so mm-hmm. they're you know seven eight years old so i i yeah. I felt safe, but I, I didn't know didn't know if I felt safe for those other people. But I guess I can only worry about me. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the, the I have to say that was this has been the first time I've been back in a theater, um, and the experience was fine. I, I really had no problem. So now the idea of going to see the Eternals in theaters really is completely okay with me
0: yeah, yeah. I, I'd much rather go to the theater I, I love yeah. going to the it was theater. Fun. it's yeah. it's just it's always a fun experience you know? and the popcorn tastes so much better than weirdest your- thing oh. right <laughs> movie theater popcorn is for some reason I, just a little bit better yep
2: <laughs> I used to work in a movie theater and I lost the taste for popcorn I can imagine <laughs> oh completely
0: but uh we were very upset because they did not have their chicken tenders there very upset test <laughs> test AMC has some of the best food there mm-hmm. like I, I won't even lie like we I've got, I've had the mozzarella sticks there like it's it's always yeah that's really nice. good. I
2: I usually just buy beforehand a bottle of water mm-hmm. um, because you spend nine dollars on <laughs> I know oh, yeah. Of, yeah we, we because what I do is and this my, right here and my wife will yell at me for this I take my bottle of water when mm-hmm. I sit down and I pour a little bit onto the seat in front of me so that way when people come into the theater they feel the seat and they're like oh this is wet and they don't sit there gross. <laughs> <laughs> why is this floor so sticky so that way I don't have anyone sitting in front of me when I'm watching the movie (laughs) that's why I
1: picked the seat when nobody was it had the ramp for like the wheelchair. oh yes
2: I I can't stand when someone's in front of me
0: don't worry Ronnie Um, just talks the entire movie so people just leave which no, I, I don't.
2: No, that's you. I'm so quiet
0: during movies. That is not true. You
2: talk throughout Suicide Squad. I might make <laughs> That
0: doesn't quips. count. We were at your house. We're talking movie theaters. <laughs> yeah. talking movie theaters. I make my
1: quips, especially with right,
2: a Marvel so, movie. Yeah. So in a movie theater, you're, you're silent? I'm usually okay. pretty quiet. All right. Yeah. Uh, the other bit of news that I have is that Venom got moved up a few weeks. Rob's uh, so excited.
0: It, okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> What? When is the official date of it coming out? I believe out
0: October 1st or 2nd, like that first week of October. I'll double check.
2: Okay, uh, so it, it, it did get moved up because originally there first. were... October 1st? Wow. Yes. Um, originally, it did get uh, pushed back by two weeks, and then it got rumored that it was going to be pushed back to 2022. But with the success of Shang-Chi, uh, it uh, got moved up. However, however, the runtime got leaked. The run time, did you hear about this? No,
1: 47 minutes. The
2: run time is 90 minutes. Hour and a half, wow. That is not a good sign. Um, traditionally, shorter 90-minute films are films that are not very complex, uh, that usually only have a single plot to them, and usually are B-movie action movies like that are just like, but bad guy comes up, bad guy threatens, good guy, good guy fights, bad guy, good guy wins. Sometimes less so, is more.
0: But also, leaks, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. No, this
2: isn't a leak. This is a, um, when I say leak, I don't mean like, oh, it was a rumor leak. No, this was, this came out, it leaked out from a lot of the theaters and from a couple sites that it is a 90-minute runtime, Um, and You know, If you think about a lot of the superhero movies that we've watched over the years or that you've watched, you know that traditionally they come close to the two-hour mark, Um, Mm -hmm. and it is very rare that they are that brief, and I don't know how they could cram that much plot into a 90-minute movie, so I'm going to say that this... You want to know how? Go for it.
0: Part two. I wouldn't be surprised if they end this on a... Uh, I can see see them ending this with Venom not beating Carnage and setting up whatever they want to do if they want to do Mm Spider-Man, which I think would... Which, it would suck because then you know it'd be like an Iron Man two type where it was just set up for the next movie. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I, I can if that's the case again. I they just officially confirmed that it was rated PG thirteen. So I'm gonna wait until right. they, until an official statement comes out. I
2: will mm. still go and see it for the show.
0: Of course you will. <laughs> no, you're gonna go see it for uh, Mystic Corner for Rock reviews. Oh Bruce. God,
2: I'll go see it for Timmy if nothing else because mm-hmm. he likes he likes Venom. Um, and and that's the thing is that Venom appeals to you know preteen boys. Uh, so I, that's why I just can't. Oh,
0: really... I like Venom too. Yeah, right? know, I know. <laughs> Thirty-three,
2: and that's the news.
0: And that's that. Well, awesome. All right,
2: that's what I like
1: to hear. Short and sweet, and yes. to the point. Uh, Much like Venom's runtime, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are going to be talking about our Shang-Chi Shang Chi and the Legends Shang- of the Ten Shang- Shang- Rings. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick commercial welcome back y'all hope you had a nice commercial break <laughs> we are going to jump right into our shang chi review before we go into review we do have a little brief history for those that might not know exactly who he is and what he's done Also uh, so paul What's a little history facts?
0: All right, so we have uh, Shang Chi, also known as the Master of Kung Fu and Brother Hands. Uh, he's a superhero created by Marvel Comics, uh, created by writer Steve Englehart, who is very famous, very well known in the comic book community, and artist Jim Starlin. Or Starlin, excuse me. Uh, he debuted in Special Marvel Edition number 15 because a lot of people don't realize that most characters they'll debut in other comic books like yeah. superman debuted in action comics number one before getting typically they'll debut and then they'll get a series it's yeah. very rare for a comic book character to be created and get his own solo series immediately right. um so for yeah, even superman was action comics action comics uh spider man was uh amazing fantasies i want to say something, something yeah, uh apparently know. that comic book just sold for 3.2 million dollars yep, three
2: point Six, three $3.6 million. Yes. Dollars. And it beat out uh, Action... No, wait a minute. No,
0: Action Comics, I think is... Oh. No, it
2: beat out Action Comics.
0: But we'll we'll double-check yeah. that. Um, I'm on it. Keep talking. Yeah, so Shang-Chi was created, I want to say... Um, I just had this, and then I started thinking about that in December of 1973. So this was the 70s were a big time for the martial. It it started the start of the martial art craze that hit America. Mm -hmm. Um, It really culminated with movies like The Karate Kid. um, A lot of kung fu style movies. You had your Bruce Lee, your Chuck Norris. This was this was the time that um, martial arts and martial arts films were exceptionally popular. Um, and you know, all three of us here, we have some martial arts background, some martial arts experience. I know Rob does kickboxing. Ronnie teaches and owns basically, or mm-hmm. runs a martial arts school. Oh, he looks so self-satisfied. I when know, he right? Says that. He's <laughs> so happy. Um, I worked in a martial arts school for years before uh, my current job. So we, I think, I've ha- seen you in a martial arts school this week. I know, I was there. I was there. I was, I was totally there. So what's interesting about Sha- uh, shang Chi? And by the way, we will probably mispronounce it at least once or twice by accident please no no offense to anyone we we'll do, we're doing our best but uh shang chi is unique in that his powers are it quote unquote superpowers are very limited he's not exactly uh like a powered superhero yeah. it's mostly martial arts and all of his whatever abilities he have or he has have a root in martial arts yeah. now in the comics he was uh very similar to in the movie where he was the son of an assassin named uh, fu manchu which was... Which does not translate well to nowadays. <laughs> no. Uh, Fu Manchu has been, so far, discontinued. Marvel lost the rights to him. And then um, the current iteration of what we see in the movie is a combination of the Fu Manchu character and the Mandarin. So yes. a little bit more of an amalgamation. But um, sa- very similar backstory. He was a trained assassin. He was a martial artist. Um, he finds out that his father's actually the bad guy. And the com- the first comic that he's in is actually interesting because it starts with him going to get his father Mm -hmm. and he says you know i'm the son of fu manchu i am shang chi and then it tells the backstory afterwards Mm -hmm. and it goes from there so he's a lot more popular nowadays he's much more prevalent uh he had his own solo series for a little while he's been on the avengers he's been part of heroes for hire um very popular nowadays uh He's got repulsor-style nunchucks, which I just thought was really <laughs> yeah, cool a really cool and fun fact to add. And his
2: first run went over a hundred um, issues too. Yeah, I, he was I heard, very I just popular. just that today too. He, he was a very popular which is character. Rare. Like it's rare that a not Spider-Man, not Superman, not like a lister gets over a hundred issues in a run. And and I think he went up to like 125 issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of comic books, you were right, Amazing Fantasy for spider-man and it sold for 3.6 million which beat out action comics number one which sold for 3.25 million
0: that was a few years ago yes yeah. that was a few years ago. i'd be curious to see what an action comics yeah. would go for because um, you, you got collectibles are only gaining value you yeah. have like they just sold one of the original charizard cards for pokemon for like some ridiculous millions of dollars. So yeah. no,
2: Action Comics number one sold for that amount back in April. and So it was actually oh, it's, only a couple months right. ago. So that wasn't yeah. too bad,
0: yeah. So I'd be curious. Uh, also, it goes by the popularity of the hero at the time. So mm-hmm. like, if, if, right. they, if they were to successfully make a Superman uh, film series again or anything like that, yeah. um, I even think uh, – I have a copy of the uh, first appearance of Wolverine. And I think at its height, it was going for about $6,000. Wow. Um, And that was like for a good condition one. Yeah. So going back to Shang-Chi though, some of it, he is considered one of the best, if not the best martial artists in the MCU. Um, He's taught characters like uh, Captain America. He helps Spider-Man develop his own spider style of fighting. Uh, He's taught Wolverine. He uses his chi or ki, however you want to pronounce it, um, which is his uh, internal energy. And he's able to do a lot of things that are, basically superhuman Mm -hmm. um he was able to detect gene gray psychically Uh, like he's done some really interesting things with his powers he has had temporary superpowers at some point uh during the events of spider Island. he briefly gained the same powers as spider-man uh when he was infected by what was called the spider virus um after he was cured of it by iron fist which is another (laughs) character we will talk about iron fist i definitely want to bring up iron fist in this but um he was able he used uh pin particles at one time to change his size um he's been exposed to cosmic radiation self-duplication self-duplicate like the whole nine like he's done a lot of different things um he's obviously in the movie by the way full spoilers for this movie we are not going to hold back on anything so if you haven't seen Shang-Chi make sure you guys uh, check it out but um and then come back and listen to the rest of this from this point (laughs) on so in this movie, he obviously gains the powers of the Red... Uh, the Red Rings. I need to lay down. Uh, no, of the Ten Rings. And they is were able- blue. They were blue. <laughs> Not red. Depends on who was using them at the time. So uh, that's a, a little brief history on Shang-Chi and kind of what he's about in the Marvel Universe. Great job. Yeah. I, Thanks, man. You did a very yeah. well job reading. One of the well, things just-
2: we should, I wanted to add, too, <laughs> is... Um, like. When it came out in the 70s, it was, again, very much, like we said, a product of its time period. Um, And as a result, a lot of the images were somewhat eh, not quite appropriate for what we would consider nowadays to be appropriate. Um, Like, you know, his father was called at one point, I think, the yellow peril, which is not really a a very sensitive term. Um, A lot of the faces were not drawn in very... uh, Appropriate and and it has since changed and morphed over time, which is kind of neat. And to have this being, you know, the very first Asian superhero is is a big leap for Marvel and and a big leap just for superheroes in general. So it's it's really cool to see something like Shang Chi come to the screen in this way with all these Asian actors in all these roles. Unlike Iron Fist,
0: <laughs> so yeah. we we we'll, we'll bring up Iron Fist for for just a quick minute because. Having like the hand-to-hand combat style of martial arts in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was really relegated to the TV shows. More, I, I hate to say that's a product of budget. Yeah. Because, um, you know, obviously doing hand-to-hand combat just requires really good choreography and practice. It doesn't mm-hmm. require a big visual effects budget. It does not require stunt work uh, to a certain level, unless you're so, taser. Fi- I mean, uh, razor fist. Razor fist. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, we had Daredevil, and Daredevil had fantastic fight choreography. It was well done. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, this movie had really good fight choreography until it decided not to. And, and I'm going to address that for this yeah. movie, because uh, that that is one of my favorites. Are you features. talking about
2: the introduction of CGI into it? Yes. Yeah, for, for me,
0: for the, you know, we'll, we'll I'll even bring it up now. This movie does really good fight scenes until they go the full Marvel.
2: Yes. Which, yeah. I don't have I I, I I have to agree with you.
0: Yeah, like. The bus scene is fantastic. We just watched, uh, I I posted it this week. Uh, There's a series called Pitch Meetings, and I love them. I think they're really funny. And they they point out and poke fun at all the movies we love, Marvel, DC, like everything. And they point out that like, oh, we're going to have a really coordinated fight scene. It's going to look really cool. And then Marvel, like all the -the over-the-topness, which is cool. Like, Don't get me wrong. It shows how how capable Shang-Chi is in this movie. But there was just something so cool about the bus fight scene Mm -hmm. until it, when, once that guy drops his razor arm, I was like, "Oh, all right, there's Marvel." Okay, he, yeah.
2: even the the uh, the fight scene on the side of the building too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was another one that was well well choreographed. It reminded me of, of Jackie Chan from I, Rush, Rush Hour yeah, Two. Was, Rush is Hour. it two? Yeah, okay. it was two. I couldn't remember which Rush Hour was. Which oh. I, you know, th- it's very clear that this film is inspired by a lot of Jackie Chan stuff. Yes, just especially which, the bus scene is just Jackie Chan completely.
0: Which is great because Jackie Chan. For a lot of people growing up he was the martial artist. He yep. was like, Yeah, he
2: was the martial arts you know, superhero. It,
0: there's a lot of different generational martial arts. Uh you have Bruce Lee was very very yep. famous, very popular and very a great martial artist. Yep. Um Jet Li. Jet Li and that was the big debate, Jackie Chan versus Jet Li yeah. when we were kids yep. until they actually did fight each other in yeah. uh, The Forbidden Kingdom. Yes. Love that. We went to go see that movie just to watch their fight mm-hmm. scene. Like that was why yeah. I wanted to go see that movie. But um yeah, there's a Steven l- Seagal. Get out of here! Oh, Get out of here! Stop that, Chuck Norris. There you go, Chuck, Nor- Chuck hey, Norris. Chuck I Norris. Mean, he's a true black belt. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> so he did fight Jet Li though. Yeah. I think Jet Li does beat him in that he movie. He does. Yeah. But um, so it was really fun to watch like these really good fight scenes. But then then the CGI kicks in, and then the the over the top because I I hate to say it, but they had to show that Shang Chi could fight in the world of the Avengers. Yeah. Um you know so they had to show that he had a certain ability like he gets the again spoilers so this is your warning he gets the 10 rings at the end and they don't explain how he gets the 10 rings just like they start fighting well, and then the half the rings just go to him it's not yeah, oh you've earned them he's oh, worthy oh. well you know like what Thor.
2: i
1: was, was going to say i think he was ultimately going to get them cuz in the beginning of the movie you know his dad does say like when i feel you're ready you will get the oh, ring yeah, he'll pass them on he'll to pass him. them on so i think like i based off of the end slash mid credit scene i guess because everyone's called it end credit but it was wasn't at the end where you learn about him where it's older than his dad is so i i oh, feel yeah. like i feel like it's got its own like brain or something like like million does mm-hmm. where it's like it knows who's worthy like it must be something like that where but again a,
0: a simple line yeah <laughs> there's like one like or even better it would have been better if he actually beat his father and then the rings just automatically went to him yeah or the champion or if he'd it. gotten his own set of rings because now there's another magical source of material yeah. in, the, in the mcu no it's they're bracelets. No, um, what I'm saying is the dragon yeah, scales. All yeah. I
2: know is that they made those into a toy now that you can wear and it shoots rings out that's, of it. That's great.
1: Um, <laughs> but so let's, if let's I talk wear th- a ring, where do I wear it? I wear it on my fingers.
0: You can't put a ring these on are fingers. These wrist. are bracelets. These are bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> the 10 bracelets. Now, speaking of which, let's talk a little bit about the Mandarin, if that's all right. Ronnie, I know you're hosting. Yes, you are allowed to, sir. I will allow. Which, which one are we talking about? So I'm going to go with the comic book Mandarin first. A little, <laughs> little background on the comic book Mandarin. Now the mandarin is considered to be iron man's arch enemy like when you talk like batman joker iron man and the mandarin in comics have been like i remember seeing the mandarin on the iron man tv show and he Mm -hmm. was the bad guy now in in the comics he was created uh 1964 tales of suspense so he wasn't even in an iron man comic to begin with um he has changed over the years, like Rob said. He has grown to yeah. more re- be reflective of the times. Yeah. Um, but he is a very popular villain. He's one of the one of Marvel's more popular ones, and I think we've made it no secret that Iron Man three, not all of us agreed with what they decided to go with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I even I get, I can
2: get on board with that too. As know, much as I love Iron Man three, I'm like I think they kind of stumbled a little bit with yeah. the Mandarin.
0: Yeah. So. Marvel has been desperately trying to revamp and reboot basically the Mandarin. So they did a they did a short, uh, I think "All Hail the King" it was called. Yeah. They even put it on Disney Plus right before this movie came out, where Trevor Slattery's in jail because technically, yeah, he 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 bag he criminal. Yeah. Um, and the so quote unquote the real Mandarin sends a goon to kill him, mm-hmm. and then you find out that he's actually been captured and now he's the court jester. So that was their first, like, no, we, no, we were just kidding. It's, it's not Trevor Slattery or, you know, uh, Guy Pierce, <laughs> Cause he, he tries to take on the role of the Mandarin at the end yep. and it's, oh, it's yeah. cheesy and corny. Cause he's got yeah. dragon tattoos that makes it okay. Um, that's a cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah. So I think, well, I think that's what they were afraid of. They were afraid right. to do the Mandarin in terms of how he looks in the comics. You know, he was traditionally mm-hmm. not exactly culturally depicted correctly, so, over the years, obviously, he's changed, he's grown, he's evolved, and, you know, it, it's good to see that Marvel is is learning. He's, again, product of its times, we were watching, I forget what movie we were watching the other day, but, like, you know, you watch this movie, and any movie you watch at a certain point has is reflective of the times yeah. that it comes out in. So, I'm glad that they were able to do quote-unquote the mandarin in this movie and do him justice but again it is a shame that we'll never see the mandarin and, and iron man go toe-to-toe mm, yeah so in the comics the mandarin's powers are very different um he's a he, same basic concept he gets 10 rings he finds them in an alien spaceship and each of the rings though has a different power so i have the whole list if you guys want to hear it
1: yes all
0: right on his left hand, on his pinky finger, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say what they are. I'm not gonna go finger by finger. They're, back actual, rings. They're <laughs> actual rings. Yeah, they are actual rings in the comics. He does wear ten individual yeah. rings. Uh, he has an ice blast ring, a mento intensif- intensifier ring. Uh, it magnifies the wearer's own psionic energy. That's cool. Uh, Electro blast, flame blast, white light. Black light. Oh man, don't don't turn that on in here. We don't oh, want to know. Uh, disintegration beam, vortex beam, impact beam, and the matter rearranger, and freaking laser beam attached to their <laughs> heads. So yeah, um, I would have I would have been okay seeing that. I understand the the liberty that they took. Um, I will though make fun of uh, this movie, where basically they make the rings. The rings can do whatever you need them to do in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly as as some sort of like impact whip weapons, which don't get me wrong. I thought the visuals were really cool with that. Um, But sometimes you could could throw them and they'd come back. Yeah, I didn't really understand the physics totally of it. Yeah. Well, because it's out of this world. Sometimes they make you fly. Magic
2: is just science we don't understand. Exactly. Uh Dragons. (laughs) There's
0: dragons. No, you just have to say magic. Magic is the... Yeah. Because we've moved so far in Marvel <laughs> that it's just like magic. magic. dragons. Magic. Um, Puff the magic Well, dragon. so talking about this, we do say... They do establish that this world is in its own pocket dimension, basically. The yeah. Tai, uh, tai Long? No, that's Ta- the... That's tai the, that's tai a bad, Lao. Tai Long's the bad yeah. guy. Kung <laughs> Tai <part> Lao. <laughs> tai Lao's its own... It's oh, Basically, it's in its own dimension. It's in yes. its own pocket universe. So I thought that was a really a nice touch because mm-hmm. um, it does... It does frustrate me though, and or do we want to say frustrations at the end?
1: No, we just as we go, as we you go, because
0: because you know what I
1: when when you were done, I, I have a frustration about Mandarin. But do oh, your yeah, frustration yeah. first.
0: One of my biggest frustrations is the Mandarin's been around for all these years in another Marvel secret organization,
2: because
0: <laughs> so many of them at this point. Thirty-two. DC has none. <laughs> DC's like we don't even have one. We have the Suicide Squad. We all know that <laughs> guy, <laughs> but um, he's been around for four thousand years, and he's been he's fought in wars. He's done power like he's done all these things. The Ancient One and Doctor Strange have no clue about this guy. That that kind of like yeah. If, if any well, ca- I'm
2: sure Doctor Strange will say something like, "Yeah, we knew about him. We just didn't think it'd be a problem until now." Or well,
0: or, a, <laughs> a simple response would have been, "Well, his." his rings aren't magic they're alien yeah because again they we we don't know anything about them and it, it is set up obviously for wherever we're going next mm-hmm. in the mcu whether it's another because sh- they're gonna make a sequel to this i like, oh, guarantee oh, yeah. easily
2: if it hasn't already been green lighted yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um i i would love to see you know especially with the the second post credit scene yeah which i i loved i mm-hmm. i thought it was a choice, yeah, for uh, the sister to take over the ten rings and keep them going. Yes, because um, if that's the other problem with with Marvel, and this is actually this isn't even a Marvel problem. This is a superhero movie problem in general. Big threat, movie's over, big threat's gone. Yeah, right. um, they still mention it's Hydra. Mo- Every I, once I, in a that's while. funny
2: you're gonna say that because I was just gonna say it's like a Hydra cutting off one yeah. head and two more growing in its yeah. place.
0: Hydra in the MCU they they've mentioned a few times since the end of uh, the Winter it's Soldier still mm-hmm. sitting there somewhere I'm sure. Yeah, they yeah. you know in the in Agents of Shield they've brought it back a little bit more, um, but otherwise Hydra's yeah. just kind of
1: yeah. See, so, all right. So my frustration with it. quote unquote Mandarin right? So like ben, ben Kingsley. Okay. Do we really need him in the entire freaking third act? I'm sorry. That to me having him in this movie for an entire act and a half. Well, they had to have kn- they us down. needed
2: him to get into the place. Right?
1: But see, this is my thing
2: cuz he only he could talk to this creature.
1: Yes. Which, how does he know how to speak this creature's language?
2: You spend enough time with it. Bad, that?
1: <laughs> Bad script writing. What do you mean? You spend enough time
2: with it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, reasons.
0: You
1: know, I've been like, spending the last, like, three, movies, the last year get, with my
0: cat, and I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Movie's got a movie.
1: <laughs> you know, like, I'm sorry, there was no... And then just... I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I did and, like
2: though that he in that third act just pretended to play dead on the ground. That seemed yeah. to be like a like, character. Yeah, accurate.
0: he was a little no, comedic nobody, relief. Not everybody needs character development. No. Yeah. like he was a little bit
1: of comedic relief in the third act because in the first two acts you had Aquafina as the comedic relief, but in the third act she was a little bit more serious. Yeah, not and like he was your comedic relief, but at that point I'm like. Eh, no you don't need him because you know you're like i don't know i thought it was so for me stupid to have him keep going i get having him in there to kind of right. course correct and be like no i was an actor hmm. you know
0: it so for me i didn't have a problem with him when they first showed him i was like oh that's that's really funny we yeah. you know he got you know I, I get it all right that's yeah. that's good you know it's nice that they acknowledge that they kind of messed up and yes. it wasn't the most popular decision with the fans you know and they have a great scene during one of the most awkward family dinners I've ever experienced yeah. woof and I've seen some bad ones <laughs> I
2: don't know you wait till you see tomorrow oh. at, at uh, in New Jersey with my family Oh sure. <laughs> okay.
0: but um so like they, they they acknowledge it I do agree Ronnie that they probably could they they could have worked the script a little bit better where they left him there yeah um but also I get why they brought him along but uh, you know Rob laughed at the uh him playing dead right that that's another thing. Like, if you're gonna bring them back, at least a little character development would have gone a long way. I know they like. Well, I got clean, and I'm I'm not doing drugs anymore. And blah, blah, yeah, blah. even though that is still one of my favorite lines in Iron Man Three, where he's like, "And I, you know, I had a substance abuse problem, and uh, you know, they said that they would help me if I helped them, but they they got you off drugs. No, they gave me more. <laughs> it's still one of my. I just.
2: I was just happy that Sir Ben Kingsley was still in
0: the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just great to see him. I would have enjoyed a sacrifice though from him. Because one of the things I do like is this movie does not hold your hand. No. Um, that's one of the I think our biggest gripes we had with Black Widow was that it played it very safe. Yeah. Um, we would I think we kind of all agreed that we would have really enjoyed seeing Black Widow the assassin getting recruited by Shield as yes. her movie. Like that right. would have been a better choice. Shang-Chi is a is a much more complex character And you also see People die in this movie. Like, there's that one elderly, Mm -hmm. uh, like, one of the guardians in uh, the village. Yeah. And, like, you start to like him, and he's like, he's like nice to Aquafina. You're like, I I like this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. He got his
2: soul sucked out. I do like at the end that it's because that's a problem I've always had with Marvel movies is that, you know, yay, we we saved the city. Yeah, but what about all the people who who died in the Avengers and and all those, you know. And then
1: they actually acknowledge that in this movie. Exactly. The the lanterns lanterns and everything. Yeah. I thought that was good. Like, yes,
2: we won the day but with the at the cost of these people's lives yes. we celebrate their lives you know like that was yeah. appropriate because that's how human beings act yes mm-hmm.
0: and also let's not forget chung chi's not an avenger and he's not he's not he took himself out of this world and this movie deals a lot with with loss and and dealing with loss and, and also daddy issues and not daddy issues <laughs> and re- respecting respecting those who give their lives for the greater good yes. and the greater like and to see all those hero heroes and quote-unquote villains because mm-hmm. the ten rings are villains even though we don't really know what they do yeah <laughs> that is one opportunity that i think they missed when they were showing like all the ten ring stuff in the very beginning i would have loved that they had shown the scene where they had tony stark captured yeah like that was technically a ten rings organization yep so for me it, it was really cool to to see not only the heroes and villains unite against that common threat, but like Rob said, to see that after see after the war, after the mm-hmm. battle, to see those people just solemn and yeah, we celebrated, we won the day, but he, we have to respect the cost that it came at. Yes. Hey, anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's
2: the topic now? Whatever you guys want. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, um, we, you know,
0: we said some oh, gripes. Do you have a, a griper? Gripes. Or um. I have some great.
2: i I was surprised Aquafina was not more over the top. because mm-hmm. um, i've I've seen her, I've seen what she can do. Mm-hmm. She's actually a very good act. I saw her in the movie The Farewell, which is an astounding film. Um, and I was surprised that she wasn't funnier. Like like not not that she, when she gave jokes, she wasn't funny, but that they didn't give her more to work with. Mm-hmm. I, I that surprised me because she's such a talent. Um, and, and can do so well. So I, I was a little... That, that was a small gripe for me that I wish she had more... They gave her more in the script to, to chew on for, for, for joke-wise. For this wise. movie,
0: Aquafina was the audience surrogate too. Yeah, she, I think that's accurate. She was the, I hate to say it, but every movie needs someone you have to explain things to because there, there are people who go see movies and they have a very general knowledge. Like, we have... We have a podcast about superhero movies, so we don't necessarily need somebody to tell us these things, like um, all the multiverse stuff. DC and Marvel didn't want to do multiverse stuff because they were afraid the audiences would be confused. Right. Um, but now we just had a Spider-Man trailer with Alfred Molina Mer- in it, and mm-hmm. like all the comic book fans are like, "Oh, okay, well, we're behind this." And now the the more common movie goer can get it. But every movie needs somebody for you to explain things to. So it's not just exposition, exposition. It's conversational exposition. Yeah. Um, I do agree. Aquafina has a very unique personality. Um, she, she, it's something she's built over time. It's, it's part of her. It's her stage persona too. Yeah. Um, I, I've right. She's hit or miss with me. She's very like. She's a lot like Melissa McCartney, who I find yeah. funny yeah. sometimes. But then when they go too far with you know her-
2: who, I also feel that way about is Melissa McCarthy.
0: Oh her too, <laughs> excuse me yes. Um, or uh, another Zach Galifianakis, he's another one yeah, where he yeah. go, he's really talented, but so, yeah, sometimes. Yes. Then you get to the Hangover two much. and three, and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Then you watch uh, what was the movie he did or the show that he did where he was a clown. Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy. Do you think I'd watch that on FX? He plays oh. like a. Clown that's struggling and he's like depressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. know what you're talking about. I forget the name of it. Somebody, yeah. somebody, send, Corddry, I think, is in it send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> send a raven. Multi, Multiverse Fantastic Gmail.com. Um,
2: and my other complaint was uh, in typical Marvel fashion, the third act was soup. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. was just lots of CGI, lots of big battles yep. and everything. I will give it this because I have to say it reminded me of the third act in Wonder Woman where she had to fight, uh, what's his name, uh, Steppenwolf? Um, no, um,
0: no, you're thinking of Justice League. Um, Ares. Ares, that's who I'm, I, I'm
2: thinking of. Because um, I I really liked Wonder Woman until that third act, where I thought it just devolved into a basic video game, fight the big mm-hmm. boss kind of mm-hmm. thing. This one was slightly better because it still grounded it with the relationship he has with his father, at least. Um, and it's still... Like, I have to say, any third act that has an air dragon battle can't be all that bad. (laughs) So, those were the two things. At least it was still grounded in in a thematic uh, richness with the relationship he had with his father. Um, You know, but it was a little like fighting all the faceless uh, CGI CGI words was a bit much. See, that's another
1: gripe I have are the soul suckers, right? Mm -hmm. So, they get shot with a dragon scale arrow or hit with a bow made out of dragon scale. Meanwhile, when they're coming out of the gate, they're rubbing up against dragon scales. Why are they not dying?
0: It has to it has to puncture puncture them. them. The bows. So there's don't that,
2: puncture that uh, occasional uh-huh. soul sucker that came out and scraped his shoulder. He's like,
1: ow! <laughs> just explode. <laughs> the bows don't puncture them. You hit them with the bow and they're dead.
0: Yeah, they they play a little fast and loose at the end. Yeah. Um, probably more for dramatic tension than anything else. Yeah. But uh, I will also... You know the one scene that they should have shown? Them pulling the dragon scales off the dragon. He's just like, ow. ow. Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that poor dragon. Um,
0: yep. Oh, yeah. But uh, for me... Uh, I really did... I did enjoy a lot of that stuff. I wish for Aquafina. I don't have... So, a common movie trope is that a character that is useless... Not, not useless. Is not physically as capable or anything as capable as the main characters. Mm. Like Aquafina is in this. You know, she's constantly needs to be saved in the first. Yeah. Eventually, she'll grow and develop some sort of skill that is helpful in the battle. Yes. If they had just done, like, a shot of her playing darts really well, like... <laughs> yeah, like yeah having, it did come having, out of nowhere. It's Just suddenly, she's able to fire an arrow thousands of feet in the air hit the dragon or hit the soul demon you know what we did see though that she can drive
2: nope well yes
0: we did see that
2: but also that she can sing
0: yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah.
2: <laughs> like I li- I think I would have liked it better if like she shot the arrow and it hit something in the wrong way and then hit the dragon cuz then it wouldn't have been based on skill it would have been based on luck.
0: Or if it like bounced off like huge dramatic moment it just bounced off she's like ah but then Shane she catches it and tosses it. Oh, that would have like, been good something too. Something like yeah. something along those lines. Or he picked a scale off of <laughs> just one scale hit a whole dragon. Start pulling scale. That poor dragon's like these things are pulling my hair. Stop. <laughs> But um, but it goes back to like they show her that she can drive right away. Yeah. You know when they yeah. when they go joyriding and very Ferris, yep. very very Ferris Bueller type. Yeah. in the so, BMW. Like, so like her driving the the bus made sense. Yeah. And then her driving the car through the farce, the BMW. Yep. <laughs> the,
1: Wonder how much money they got for that. All right.
0: Which is even funnier cuz now like they're now, doing all the car commercials we, with Disney Plus. We yeah. are
2: bashing a lot on this movie, but I think all three of us enjoyed it too. Yeah,
0: but you got to we got to get the bad out before we talk about the good. Ronnie didn't. so Let's start. Yeah, there. I'm starting
2: to see that Ronnie didn't like. All right. So before we get into that though, <laughs> let's do this. What did we like about it? Now go to you first.
1: Um I did the Ooh. ending credits. Yes. No. <laughs> Uh, the fight scenes. I, I thought when you had the hand to hand combat mm. on, you know, your rush hour two scene, you know, on the scaffolding, you had that. You had um, him and the dude with the mask. I don't, I don't know if we the ever death knew De- death was, dealer. Death is that yeah. his name? I think so. Um, I'm gonna go with that because that's yeah. what Paul said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, h- him in the same kind of scenario and everything. Um, and then obviously, you know, him and his dad. I, I think in the obviously the bus scene. I think the hand-to-hand combat stuff, the fight scenes, were out of this world. Because, yes, like Paul said earlier, when they introduced CGI to it, it kind of went downhill. But I feel like, at least for the bus scene, there wasn't really CGI. Other than the uh, Razor Fist. Other than that, there was really no CGI kind of moments, but I do like the fight scenes. I
2: I would assume, then, you also liked the... um... Uh, the the cage the, fight. the cage fighting, the cage fighting. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna bring up the cage fighting. Yeah, all right. That's so I, that's what you linked.
0: Well, no, actually, I would. I was gonna say, I want a whole movie. I want a TV series about Marvel cage fights. Oh so yeah, give me give me that as an. How anime. awesome yeah. was it seeing uh, Wong mm-hmm.
2: and Abomination? But even yeah. like
0: we're sitting there watching, I'm like. And I'm looking for Easter eggs, and I'm like, there were a lot in that they, scene. You know, you see somebody with uh, Extremis, yeah, like yep. somebody who's still got Who, that. Who I name. believe
2: was fighting a, a Black Widow, right? Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah.
0: So there, that was, I was like, wow, that that's a really cool concept, yeah. And something that, in a world of Marvel, of superheroes, of A, B, C, D, and E list superheroes, what what would you do if you have superpowers if you were physically capable? Right. And and the Avengers don't pay you. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> and DC did it first, <laughs> with um. Oh uh, they did it in Justice League the no, I show. was going to
2: say even before that I was going uh, to remember they did a uh a Arrowverse Fight Club Oh yeah, uh, yeah. they did yeah. that yeah. that
0: was a really good uh thing that they did I like that but um you know, like it. Then you see that Wong and Abomination—they're—they're they're in cahoots with this. Yeah, but yeah. He, he's like, you should—you were supposed to pull your punches and like, practice. Time, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, Abomination looks fantastic. fantastic. Abomination
2: yeah. finally looks comic accurate. Yeah, I way can... better than the Hulk.
0: And also, yeah. it looks like a natural progression from Which, how he yeah. looked. I, Hulk.
2: Have, I just want to point out—it's now been two weeks, and we've had two incredible Hulk retcons. Um, yes. Where we've apparently seen Mark Ruffalo as that Hulk, and mm-hmm. now we've seen a better abomination. So it's a, I, it was a lot my easier. My theory is that Marvel is attempting to gaslight us on the original okay. Incredible Hulk,
0: which is funny because I like the Incredible Hulk. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed that movie, and I would have loved to see the Edward. I have to revisit N- it. I would. I would have really enjoyed seeing the Edward Norton cut of it because he oh, yeah. he and Marvel notoriously butted heads yeah. on it. Uh, from what I'm from what I've read, Mark uh, not Mark Ruffalo. Edward Norton's been is very difficult to work with. Because mm. um, he he's one of those actors. He's like, this is my vision. Well, you're just. The I know actor. that he
2: wanted yeah. the Hulk because he was a Hulk kind of geek. Yes, mm-hmm. uh,
0: he did. He did a great bit on Jimmy Fallon yeah. where uh, you you know Guillermo yeah. The, yeah, Guillermo busts in just as the Hulk, and he's like, "What what are you doing?" <laughs> but it's very funny if you guys uh, ever get a chance. But yeah. for like, I remember the first teaser trailer for the Incredible Hulk where it's it's him talking to uh, Doc Sampson and he's talking about like there are aspects of my personality that I can't control, and he's like, you know, see a shrink, and that's what they're doing. Mm. That, movie, that scene's not even in the movie because Edward Norton wanted to to really address the inner turmoil of the Hulk and something that hasn't, that's kind of gone out the window. We got to talk about the Hulk, though, too, because now he's not the Hulk yeah. anymore. Yeah. Okay. Question mark. Look, but, something shiny. Yeah, I know, something <laughs> shiny. But uh, for, you know, to go back and have so, so many incredible Hulk references, I really hope that they, you know, they, bring, yeah. they brought back Ross, too. That's another thing. Thunderbolt yeah. Ross. He's been yeah. on a lot of stuff, and there are rumors he's going to be, you know, head of the Thunderbolts with... US Agent mm-hmm. and Yelena as Black Widow. Oh, that's cool. Um, but you know, we have so, Mark Mark Ruffalo does cameo right. in this movie as Bruce Banner, but he's just Bruce Banner. Well, he, yeah, it's has inter- got the arm in the sling. It's interesting so it's, to see
2: he's uh, not Professor Hulk. Yeah. And that he's got his arm in the sling, which seems to be a more per- now whether that is either a more permanent injury or it's
0: the filmmakers have stated that using that snapping for any character uh, Thanos included, yeah, led to permanent ah, damage. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um,
2: so we didn't hear from you. What did oh, you like about uh, this?
0: There's a lot that I did like. I really did enjoy this movie. Um, I know I kind of crapped on it a little bit, but um, you know, I, it, the fight scenes are definitely stand out. There's something I really thoroughly enjoyed. But the thing I like the most about this, and maybe it's because I'm a DC fanboy, you, Rob's smiling so big right now. <laughs> Shang Chi. Shang Chi is a dark character. Mm-hmm. They did not. There was one thing that I, if they had done it, I would have been really annoyed because it's the easy. It's the easy out. So we find out in this movie that when Shang-Chi's 14 or uh, 14, 15, whatever it was, when mm-hmm. he gets sent to go avenge his mother by killing the man that that ordered the hit mm-hmm. and, you know, kill basically, we got to say his mother was badass. So he got like 600 guys or yeah, whatever right. it was. <laughs> but um, it would have been very easy for Marvel to be like, no, he didn't actually go through with it and he ran away. And that's why he ran away because he, he couldn't do it. He couldn't live by that mm-hmm. in that world. No, he kills this guy. So Shang-Chi finally tells Aquafina this and I was like... Oh, oh, okay. All right. Good. Good. Yeah, commit. commit. Commit to yeah. a character that's three-dimensional, that that broke away from this world, even though he crossed the line. Cool. Then I was afraid they were going to make it that it was Aquafina's grandfather. Yes. And I was like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yep. You know, that's wow, why... I,
2: that thought never occurred to me. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: this this was going through my head the you entire so. time. And then I was afraid that they were going to show that he didn't actually kill this guy. And I was like... And uh, they and, then, and they they committed to it, they stuck to yeah, it. Yep. A dark thing for a good guy to do, very winter soldier-esque, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I and I like that. I like that our characters are getting more complex yeah. and not necessarily shades of, of just good. Yeah. You know, you have Captain America who is the the good. Captain Steve Rogers is the pinnacle of, of what humans are possibly capable of. Mm-hmm. You had Tony Stark, who was a a dick. But also a really cool and yeah. good guy. And they they don't even touch on how bad he was in the comics. He was not a good person. He was designed to mm. not be likable. Yeah, Stan Lee wrote him to be a terrible character. <laughs> and then you had like Thor who, you know, he was just a warrior. He was a, a, a I hate to say it, he was just like a, a buffoon warrior. Yeah. You know, a spoiled warrior prince. And then you had characters like Black Widow and Hawkeye who they really didn't start getting into until much later on. But even then, they do Black Widow, and they they play it safe. Yep. You know, I will say that at least they didn't have a CGI army or a sky beam in yeah. Black yeah. Widow. <laughs> but for me, it was really the character of Shang-Chi and and the risks that they took and that they committed to it. That's mm-hmm. that's okay. what I loved about this yeah. movie. Well, now
1: that we got some of our loves in there, we'll I didn't continue get in any loves. Well, guess what? You can right now okay, though. Okay, good. But that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> oh, okay. So You'll give like, your Star City rating, and then in your Star City rating, you can explain the good Why parts. I liked? Oh, gosh. Yeah.
2: I have to think about a Star City rating then. Uh-huh. Um, all you, right. So let me, let me yeah. work my way to that then yes. mentally. Um, <laughs> all right. A lot of things I liked about this, um, and there was even a poster of it hanging up in Shang-Chi's uh, bedroom. It was a poster for uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen – have you seen Kung Fu Hustle at all mm-hmm. um, or Shaolin Soccer? um i've heard of shao okay it's the same director Stephen chow and he's got this sort of like comedic um martial arts action to his movies it's it's fantastic it's absolutely there's other ones too there's like a a, the good the bad and the weird was another one um return to the west is another one there's like this a lot of eastern uh, martial arts films that are fun um, and, and it was neat because the director, uh, I, I don't know too much about him, Destin Daniel Cretton. Um, he's, he hasn't, I don't think I've seen anything else that he's done. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I did see Short Term 12. Um, but he is a he is an Asian director from Hawaii. So, uh, you know, he's, he's sort of, he's a Pacific Islander, I guess he would be considered, mm-hmm. um, which is still Asian. Um, and I love the fact that, like, Bla- like I saw a lot of compar- uh, similarities between this and Black Panther where it was an origin story but not really an origin story that it was um you know like i've always been this but i've hid it from the world mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. uh and, and in that way it was neat to see that uh, also in it, for me it was very similar to black panther in the way that it was authentic to its Asian roots. Um, I was reading something the other day about how they wanted to avoid as many Asian stereotypes in this film as possible, so they actually had like a checklist of different things that they stuck to, which one of which was that, because there's this sort of pervading uh, rumor in Hollywood that Asians can't be funny, which is not true, of course. So they made it where the humor in the film comes as not laughing at the Asian characters, but laughing, you know, like they're the funny ones and we're laughing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was really neat. Uh, the one that plays his sister. Um, yeah. They originally had a, it was either a pink or purple streak in her hair. Um, and they found, a, about a month after filming, um, they found out that that is a, Um, An Asian trope, uh, an Asian stereotype where um, the rebel is the one with the pink or purple stripe in her hair, the Asian rebel, which is, you know, if you think about it, Scott Pilgrim, you know, Knives Chow had that in her Mm -hmm. hair. Um, And they so they cut it out. So I loved the authenticity to it. Now, I'm not going to say it's as good as Black Panther. It's not. Mm. But it was one of the most fun. I have to say when I when we were going to see Shang-Chi, I was like, whatever, I guess we just need to see this. It's a Marvel movie. And, you know, I got to watch it. I was not like really hyped for this. And I was pleasantly surprised by the film. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It Reminded me of that Jackie Chan action. I loved the relationship he had with Aquafina's character, and I loved that it didn't get romantic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah.
0: There there were subtle hints. I I mean,
1: towards the end, it seems like it's kind of
2: going that way, though. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm glad they didn't. I I
2: read that they said that that was just one too many things in the film to deal with, because this was about him dealing with his relationship with his father, with his heritage, with with his legacy, and, and dealing with a romantic relationship would have been too much. I have to say, though, on a personal note, I thought, and I actually Googled this when I got home from the movie, because it was so... Non-romantic between the two of them. I wanted to see if there was any history of uh, Shang-Chi, uh being either gay or bisexual, because um, I got that vibe a little bit from the character that he was not interested in women, which is why the relationship between Aquafina and him did, didn't develop. But there turns out no, there isn't. He's.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think just there's in movies especially if a man and a woman are are together there's just this expectation it's just yeah it's and maybe so, that's
2: my own it's, prejudices and stereotypes it's basically because
0: because it's something we're not used to i think it's funny though cuz like hawkeye and black widow were like that too they were like they were best right. friends you know like she, they named his daughter after her yeah. so i think it's just because we it's the the easy way then and the most like logical way but you know like i have a i have plenty of female really yeah. close Plutonic friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. And like, we've never had that kind of interaction, like, or, right. or yeah. thought about or each it other. There was like a
2: sexual tension that exists mm-hmm. there. No. no. And and I think I like that about this, that there wasn't a sexual tension that between those two characters in the film. And I, again, maybe that made me face my own, you know, stereotypes and prejudices that I have. And, I think it's and made me a, face them down. I don't a little even bit. think
0: it's a stereotype or prejudice. I just think it's an expectation no, but, from writing. We've gotten
2: right. Maybe, yeah. but maybe my prejudice was, Oh, well, if he's not interested in her, he must be gay. And that's maybe uh, maybe my, from my own brain that I need to figure out, or maybe it's something in screenwriting. But I, I like the fact that it didn't get romantic between mm-hmm. them. Yeah. I, I thought that was very mature. Yes. Um. It was. I, I I'm trying to rank it in terms of origin stories, and and I have to revisit Iron Man because I haven't seen Iron Man in years. <laughs> um. And for me, it. it I, I was never see for me I was never a big fan of it I think because it came out the same summer as uh, the Dark Knight mm-hmm. and so I went one way whereas the you know a lot of the world went the other way and and you know I never got on bo- I didn't get on board with Marvel until like a few movies in yeah. So I don't know <sighs> Do
0: you want to think um, about it? I'll, I'll do mine.
2: I, I will say that I, I didn't know the actor. What is his name?
0: Uh, it is Saimu
2: Lee or Simu Sa- Yeah, I don't yeah, know like how I don't know how to, pronounce, know how to pronounce it. it. Um Let's see. Yeah, yeah it, it, Sim, Simu Lee. I am going to guess yeah, I, and I might yeah. be wrong. I didn't know him at all and and I thought he was a great screen presence. He really was very uh, charismatic um and, and really drew me in. Oh, I do know he's from Kim's Convenience, um which everyone keeps telling me to watch and I just haven't gotten around to yet. He was an
0: extra in Pacific Rim <laughs> If that helps. Uh a lot more of the uh He's a Canadian actor. Okay. Yeah.
2: And it had Tony Long in it, uh, which, who is amazing. I, I've seen him in a number of things. Here's a question Michelle Yao is in this, mm-hmm. but she's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's fine. Yeah. But she's playing two different characters?
0: Alien. Yeah. What? She's an alien in that one, so that's fine. She's, aliens can look like aliens. Oh, so they can yeah. shapeshift? Yeah, that's fine. All right.
2: That's fine. Yeah. All right. Star City ratings. <sighs> I think Rob. four out of five. Rob? All right. If Rob's got a four I, out of five. I think it's very solid. Yeah. And it, I have to say, it was interesting too, having just come off the heels of Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I actually ended up mentally bumping Black Widow down a star mm-hmm. because it just, I saw the originality in this, whereas I didn't see it as much in Black Widow. And okay. I think this one was just more timely, whereas Black Widow was something that should have been done years ago. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think you, we even all said right. that in our episode. Yeah. yeah. Paul? Uh, I'm going to go three and a half right now. It, it's well above average. Um, it, it's hard. To, as far as origin movies for a character, quote-unquote origin movies, it may be a four. But in terms of like Marvel movies, I'm mm. definitely giving it a 3.5. I want to watch it again. I want to see it again. I'm sure when it gets to TV or Disney Plus, if it's on, I'll watch it. But um, it was it was so solid. I really did enjoy it. And um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing this character make his make his return to the MCU whether it's part of the Avengers or or something different I, I and that's the most important thing if I watch a Marvel movie I want to be like I look forward to mm-hmm. seeing this character yeah. again so yeah alright I'm gonna give this a three okay that's not um, bad it's still above average Is that's well, what we say about Ronnie in a lot of ways well, but anyway I,
1: I give this a three ish three ish
2: you mean it could go lower
1: it could go lower okay could it go, could
0: it go higher though no it's oh, this this cannot go higher than 3. This cannot go higher than 3. Justify
1: this. So, CGI in this is I would say 75% of the time is a complete mess, okay, in this movie. Um I think the whole defeating the dragon the dragon blood sucker soul sucker thing was way too easy and was super quick. I know it wasn't the main villain. Actually, technically, it was the main villain because it's the one that was controlling.
2: So you're quote, unquote, suggesting controlling the that a longer runtime for a movie might improve it, or more difficult. No, <laughs>
1: I'm saying I'm a saying more I'm saying style. cut out all the Ben Kingsley stuff. Right. I'm saying um, cut out some of the San Francisco stuff. Like, what was the point? The only reason we got introduced to Katie's family was to give you the suggestion towards the end of the movie that it was her grandfather that he killed so that was pointless you can cut that out and everything and that just makes it a little you can have extended the third act a little bit more i think
2: they were showing her family to show like as a compare it to what he has for his family no not
1: at all (laughs) not at all now you're wrong
0: what's what's the comparison i think i what what I, i i do agree with rob on this one that they showed it just to show it shows his his this parallel like their family breakfast versus family dinner with his dad like but also shows that you have
1: you have it's the same thing if you think about it you got mom who's the emotional abuser you're talking then, about uh Katie's mom Katie's mom okay. Katie's mom is an emotional abuser while because she's his constantly dad. telling him to
2: telling her she get needs to get married and get yeah okay and job. Job. I just want to make sure I get yeah. the characters right and then and then his dad is more of the physical
1: abuse Right toward, after mom dies, so really they have abusive parents. So there's really no difference when you think about it, other than well, she still has her mom and not
0: a dad. He still has a dad and not a mom. I I can see where you're going with this, and I I wish that they had actually dive deeper into something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now it's a little. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to insult you or anything, but nah. like just a little shallow, just because there's no con. Again, I think what you're on right now would have made for a very interesting movie where yeah. it was like, you know, because. You know it's it's no secret that asian families have a certain um
2: there's a stereotype
0: not even a stereotype but like i i know a lot of uh, i have a lot of asian friends we know Mm -hmm. we know tons of asian students and we know that you know asian families are very disciplined in certain regards and they demand a lot of their children um that's their culture you know and it's it's just a true fact it's not even a it could you could be portrayed stereotypically like you're a doctor or nothing else Yeah. yeah but like it is it is a part of the culture and um, you know, when we went to Korea, it was, it was a yeah. lot like that. You know, we, we traveled to, I traveled to travel to Korea for 10 days and you, yeah. you saw a little bit of the culture and the way that families interacted with each other. The kids were very, when were you in Korea? we went, uh, when the Malellas went for, oh, yeah, yeah, I went, oh, I was wow. nothing like being in Korea when yeah. you were 19 years old. What a <laughs> trip. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and then also my other thing that knocks us down is there's so much more explanation for things
2: that are needed. Mm. Oh, you, like they gloss over some things you're yeah, saying, like like, like how, it, the physics behind the rings, the physics behind
1: the rings, the, the whole how can Ben Kingsley speak to this creature? They
0: spend more time explaining can, the things they don't need to explain exactly, and okay. they need yes. to explain other things. So I, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. So I think
1: right. that that's why I'm giving this a three. I don't see it going below, but it's definitely not going to be higher than the three That's for me fair. ever. Okay. Yes. It's your Star City rating. Buddy. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so that does it for us today. Before we go, uh, we do have a quick announcement that we did have our little. Um,
0: Giveaway. Giveaway, thank you. I forgot what the word is. Courtesy of Raise Energy and Rep Sports.
1: Yes. Um, We will be announcing in the next week or so the winner to that on Instagram. So make sure you be on the lookout to see if you won that or not. What's our Instagram again? Our Instagram is The Misfit Faction. All right. Um, So be on the lookout for that and everything. Before we go, we do have our fan feedback.
0: Friday. Man, this one caused a lot of controversy in the comments. I had a lot of fun with this one. So, uh, fan feedback Friday for this week. Basically, I took four teams of superheroes, and I color coordinated them. And the idea was, which team do you think would win? So, I'm going to do this really quick. We had Team Red, which was Deadpool, Scarlet Witch, Wonder Woman, Iron Man, Shazam, Daredevil, Spider-Man, and The Flash. Team Green, (laughs) which was Aquaman, Loki, The Hulk, Groot, Gamora, Martian Manhunter, She-Hulk, and... Uh, Green Lantern, boo, except for Loki. Really, even even the Hulk, <laughs> even Gro- even Groot? Groot, I would like, but but Loki can
2: do no wrong ever.
0: That's not true. That's <laughs> not true at all. Uh, <laughs> Thor the Dark World is In really world, good. He does uh, Team Black, which was Black Widow, Black Panther, Black Adam, Storm, The Punisher, uh, Batman, Miles Morales, and Blade. That was so unfair. Black didn't,
1: never has a chance of winning that. I
0: don't know. Black Always Black. bet on Black. <laughs> yeah. Black was actually really stacked with Black Adam and Batman alone. But uh, Team Blue, we had uh, Sue Storm, Quicksilver, Thor, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Superman, Doctor Strange, and Beast. Easily. So basically it was which team would win? Team Red Blue. I, I, I really wish that I had paid more attention to who was <laughs> winning, but uh, let's see. We had uh, Team Blue from our friend Mike um our friend martin said uh favorite color is blue but he's got to go team red yeah, yeah. producer melanie got mad because she said that she calls shenanigans there are multiple here daredevil and batman <laughs> are the same person in this photo um but she said red and black are disqualified but black adam can stay uh our friend ryan said team red our friend rob uh I use that yeah that guy <laughs> said uh team blue uh and why Team Blue because Cap and Strange, is not as many DC characters. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Only one DC character in there. Uh, too bad there's not a big CGI dragon. <laughs> uh, we had Ronnie said that this is tough, but I'm gonna go with Team Red. I said Blue because Superman, obviously. Uh, obviously. Our friend, T- our friend Tim said Team Blue is extremely Ooh. overpowered. Uh, we had a Team Black from our uh, one of our listeners, Brian. And uh, then we had one that just said Thor, always and forever, <laughs> just Thor. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, but uh, that was a fun one. That was a good
2: one. Yes. Oh, I did have something really quick. that I forgot to mention. I uh, I asked Timmy what he thought of Shang-Chi oh, yes. really quick. Um, all right, so Timmy is 13 now, so he's getting into those teen years of like just. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. So I got from him, you know, what did you think of it? Mm, It's fine, it's good. <laughs> I said we're gonna have you on the show. He goes, yeah, for five minutes, I'll just sit there and go. Hmm. <laughs> so right. he did like it. He said yeah. it was fun and exciting, but All right. now he's getting into that tight-lipped teenage years. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Thanks for your very eloquent review, Timmy. Go, Timmy.
0: <laughs> it used to be just more smashing. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> um, but that's going to wrap it up for us today, Paul. How can everyone take a listen to us
0: on podcasting stuff? Well, if they're listening, to uh, us, if you guys listen hear to this, us, yeah. uh, you got Podbean, <laughs> Apple Podcasts Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, Google Play. Uh, You can find us on YouTube, the Misfit Faction Media Network. All of our podcasts get uploaded there. We also have our Instagram, which is the Misfit Faction. Our Facebook page, which is the Multiverse Fancast. You can also email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com or misfitfaction at gmail.com. So I'm out of breath.
1: (laughs) Say something. (laughs) So that's going to wrap us up for today. I'm Ronnie. I'm Paul. I'm Rob. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya. Smorgasbord.